episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello. Well, hello, Broads. How are you doing? We're recording this. I feel like with the Bachelor episode that we just watched, that I need to timestamp this as reference and say... We are recording this the on day a, after, on Wednesday, the day after the episode aired, because Lord knows, I'm sure there'll be many a drama that has aired since that we don't know about. Oh, man. Sometimes there's those episodes that you just need to timestamp. I hope that in the future we find out that Rachel and Avon are I am praying blessed union. that right now we are looking at their cute date photos that they grabbed a coffee, that they grabbed a drink. I hope this isn't a Hannah Brown, Tyler C situation. Remember when they just like hooked up after and then like. Oh, no, I forgot and about did all some of TikToks that. together and then nothing came of it. That was a whole drama. That right? was a long. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a, a lengthy drama because they hooked up and then he started d- dating Gigi. But then when quarantine hit, they got quarantined together and everyone was like, are they dating again? And then she came out in her book and was like. I thought we were going to, and then he was like, no, and then I was stuck there or something like that. It was very dramatic. That just goes to show there's always more going on behind the TikToks and Instagram stories, you know? I think Because I certainly was watching them during lot. the pandemic and like, damn, I wish I was in Florida with the quarantine freaking crew <laughs> playing beach volleyball all day. I'm like, they all have each other there to hang out. Fun. <laughs> That's Still jealous. Like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah, behind the scenes, there was just like emotional turmoil. I'm sure. That's always the way it is. <sighs> you never know. That's How's your past thing. week been, speaking of? Well, my past week's been a little rough. Yeah. You know, I shared with you, I've been a manic. Yeah. And it's been a little bonkers. And it's always so weird. I've been like, I haven't been posting on social media at all for the past, like, week and a half because I just have been trying to avoid any space in that nature yeah but then it's always so funny to be like okay like on our last episode recapping I'm like okay I'm trying to like focus in and and like not say when I when I'm manic it's not like I'm saying I don't know it's hard to explain I'm like it's not like I'm saying necessarily things I don't mean but I'm also then like hyper-focused on certain things or having a hard time recalling certain things. So I watched that episode twice to be like, don't forget, girl, because there are large portions that can, you know. So that's been a little bit of a thing. But I feel I'm making my way out. Yeah. I think I'm getting a little more regulated. Do you have fun during mania? It depends. It depends. Um, If I'm hypomanic, um, which is like for myself personally, like I can function okay in that space. Um, Sometimes I feel like more like heightened euphoria and I feel like I'm laughing more and I'm more excited, but like, you know, my heart rates up and I can't sleep. So, and then I, I often make mistakes. Kind of like being on drugs. Yes. I make mistakes during hypomania where it's like, I'll share too much with somebody or I'll, you know, I'll spend too much on something or get tattoos, you know, do all that sort of thing. But like that in general is like more controlled. It's if sometimes I'll reach and I've talked to you a little about this privately, but like sometimes I'll reach a a point where it's like more of an acute 
where I'll have like a lot of dissociation and then I'm more like agitated and then the no sleeping really catches up. And that will typically only last for me for a few days. But in those times, I have to like, I've learned my patterns well enough to know that I need to kind of like sequester myself a yeah. little bit yeah, and stay away, not be online, you know. What do you do? Like, how do you spend your time? <sighs> I mean, for the most part, when I've been at that point, it's just dependent on the circumstance. Sometimes I have not set myself up for success and then I'll be like on a bender yeah. for a couple days um, or be doing a lot of like just running around. Yeah. Um, like if you could set yourself up for perfect success, like what would you do? Just kind of like sequestering and like watch movies or like what would you? Yes. Even though like it feels kind of torturous because yeah. your energy, like you're so yeah. like intense, but it would be like the perfect scenario is that I kind of like lock myself down with like family for a few days yeah. who I feel safe with and they know if I'm going off about something, they know what state I'm yeah. in. Um, and that I can just like kind of keep myself away from like the credit card, keep yeah. myself away from being online, um, not be engaging with people who don't know where I'm at. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I've made mistakes before for sure. I don't mean this of like, oh, does this help you? But like, do you ever exercise? Like, do you ever feel like, like you want to? A lot of times I'll, I'll walk for forever yeah i was talking with a friend about it the other day actually who also has bipolar and we were both like having a moment where we're like we'll walk for like 20 miles like you just keep going yeah and it's a little bit like that that can help yeah but it's a little insatiable right um where then i also when i'll get kind of like hypomanic or in like this acute mania i'll have like a lot of body dysphoria and that'll kind of come, come rushing back so i also then want to kind of sometimes if i'm putting too much into exercising I start fixating on on oh, that right. and then that sends me on a spiral and it's a whole it's a whole thing yeah um but yeah I've been like considering you know potentially because in general we had talked like you know a month ago like I'm feeling better in so many ways and I am yeah but then you know this is just my chemistry and it hit and I'm feeling better this time because I feel like, and you and I have, and you've been so gracious with like arranging things for me where I'm like, I need, to set, plans. I need to set myself up for success here. I know it's coming and, you know, I'm considering maybe like since this has happened a few times in the past year, like going back on certain medications and regulating myself. But um, yeah, it's, it's, I feel good. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, I know this about myself, so I need to really do my best to be intentional about setting myself up for success and then also letting people around me know who I love, where I'm at, that they can help me be successful. Because like I told you, I'm like, I get embarrassed talking. Like I feel okay talking on the podcast about it in general, sure. but when it negatively like affects my work or it's affecting relationships, I get really embarrassed being honest about like, it's almost like acting like I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk right now. I'm for totally sure. fine. So like, no, no. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. It's like, no, I'm spiraling right yeah. now. You know, I think it's confusing too. like, I like, I don't know about the embarrassment part, but I think it must be just hard because like, I, I think it's just confusing for people who haven't experienced it where I, oh, I'm i just sure. sort of like, I don't know what like this or that means. Like, what does that actually look like? Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, 
yeah, what what does that feel like? Like, I just guess we don't have much um, conversations, like, as a culture, surprise, like, about mental health stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, you know how it is. It's like, you know when you go through something for the first time, like a medical procedure or something, and you're like, wait, I legit have no idea, like, about, like, a C-section. I could not tell you no. any of the steps of pre- prepping for a C-section. But oh I'm sure gosh. when you go through it you're like oh then this happens and this happens but like I didn't know you know what I mean it's such a good example I remember when Evan was getting surgery on his leg and like the surgery and the appointment sitting up and then the aftercare I remember thinking oh my god I've known numerous people who have had leg injuries like this and I had no idea how long and laborious and painful and all of these things that they had to experience Uh that like they didn't just snap their leg and have to deal with the pain in the surgery. They were having to go to like three times a week physical therapy right. and that's cutting into their life and like all these appointments. Remember, and like that's so much. Remember Mariah who came on and talked about having cancer and going yes. to chemo twice? Like I remember having her on and I remember being like, wait, I have no idea no. what chemotherapy, like what what even happens? Like you go in, what, what even is that? Do they inject you with something? Like I had zero Mm -hmm. actual idea of like what that process was like and so i think sometimes it feels the same way where i'm like wait wait wait, but like what does that feel like what do you do when you're like that Mm -hmm. well how can yeah like you know yeah i think that to you it's so familiar because it's like your experience right and the process you've had to experience so many times i was thinking off of that too like and we've talked about this one million times recently because it's just been so prevalent in our minds is our cultural need for like a quick response and like you have to do it today and it has to be swift and whatever i'm like oh my god there are so many people all over the place who of course not only have like their work and life and whatever but are doing so many other things that we don't know about oh yeah it's like oh my god i can't stop and and answer this email right now. I mean, I got a million things going on or I'm not emotionally capable to do that right now. Right. The other day, a couple days ago, I was like, I had so much stuff that I needed to get done. And I literally like in my mania, I pace mm-hmm. and I paced around my house and I looked at the clock and it had been like four hours and I was just pacing and thinking, not saying a word to anybody. I was just pacing for hours, fully missed a meeting, like was just locked in this zone. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain this in an email to somebody and be like, sorry, I missed the meeting. Time Um, and space means nothing to me right (laughs) now. On a different planet (laughs) and my brain is about to explode. And I don't know how to express that, you know, in a professional setting, but like, this is what's going on. Yeah. And there's then also that level of like, you know, choosing what you're going to share in your boundaries i'm like i don't feel comfortable right now going on social media and being like sorry i haven't posted anything i've been in a dark black hole for the past few days and i'm trying to make sure that i don't do anything crazy that's where you get to just use great phrases like a personal matter or like a family (laughs) emergency you know where people are like oh fuck but you know you like no one really wants to ask that's where you do this kind of i know that's where i'm like something personal come up something personal if somebody says something personal then you're like you go oh i don't know do you mean personal, like a hair appointment or that you're having a full-blown manic episode? <laughs> what type or did of you personal? have heart surgery? Like, you know, did a family member die? What's going on? Right, exactly. No, or did you real. have a nail appointment? Yeah. You never know. But that's know. what's great about keeping some things private, right? <laughs> like, yes, I've been trying to exercise privacy. Wasn't that funny that uh, Jessica said the same thing to Grayston of like, you need your... He, and I was like, okay. Ooh, 
that Jessica Lignato episode. And I haven't finished it. Oh my God. I'm really excited to drive home to finish it. But yeah, no, that was interesting. She said, because I remember she said the same thing to to you, I think in the, from our episode in January, mm-hmm. which I recently listened back to. But yeah, she said the same thing to Grave. Like you need to have like your things that you keep private which mm-hmm. i was like sorry grayston <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs> sorry but i have been trying to get a lot better about that about like keeping certain things about us and me and him just like to myself more um yeah that episode was just fascinating what really stood out to you the most like what she was saying about evan oh i mean gosh there was a lot a lot of the family stuff um but then really specifically what he needs Mm. and you know her saying that like he needs his like time to be exercising and then also like the ways in which he can get like in his head and then kind of shut down that was really helpful for me because it's obviously conversations that we've had yeah but it was like helpful for me to to like know that in his chart it's like oh this is something that he battles yeah and how could i be there in a supportive way yeah to be like okay I know when you're feeling this certain way, like these are the tendencies and like, how can I be there to support you where then you're feeling good coming out of them? Yeah. You know, versus me taking things personally. Right. You know, right. Which is always the tendency. Of course. <laughs> you're like, it's about me, isn't it? Do you hate me? <laughs> no, but like you take it personally instead yeah. of being like, oh man, you've got all this process going on. And I was excited when she talked to him too about leaning into his woo and his spiritual side, because I've seen in the past like year since he's been doing that more, just a freedom and lightness for him that has been massive mm-hmm. um, for just, I think him like learning how to love himself, you know? Yeah. And how to, yeah. And then Grayston, what were your thoughts? Have you, you haven't listened I haven't to finished it. I've listened to, I li- I've listened to maybe like 15 minutes of his okay. so far. Um, uh, it it was definitely like uh, it was one thing that was just so interesting. She just talked about like his existential like crises or like malaise, as she put it, that he goes through. And uh, by the way, guys, this is last Tuesday's episode. If you haven't listened yeah, to it, sorry, just Jessica she, reads the bros charts. Yeah, um, I think their first astrological readings they've ever. Gotten, I think so. It's so fun. Um. You know, my mom called me immediately after the episode came out. She's like, I need a reading with Jessica Stat. And I'm like, sorry, she doesn't do private readings. I'm like, if you start a podcast, maybe she'll do it with you. She doesn't do any private ones anymore? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Got to bring your mom onto the pod. I guess so. That way she can get her chart read. Um, we're so we're so lucky. I know. We're I feel so really, yeah. Speed dial. Um, but uh, it was just interesting when she was talking about the existential malaise and... Uh, it's just funny because like I am so like the opposite of that. Like I don't, you know, she was talking about this feeling of like, we you know, like, why are we even here? I just like don't feel that way about life, like in general, mm-hmm. like and not even in like a toxic, positive way. But I'm just like, what? Like, what a grand adventure. Like, even when horrible things happen, like, what an interesting thing this is to be alive. Mm -hmm. Like, so many different ways you can go and people and places. And, like, 
there's like lifetimes and lifetimes worth of like things to experience, um, which I think kind of speaks to what Jessica Stone sort of said, where she was just like, you need to just like have these many experiences and get to look back on your life and be like, yes, I did like all these things. Um, But it's just interesting because like I don't feel that, but then like I can understand, I don't know, it just is sort of validating because I tend to write off like not my friends but like the really really close people to me mm-hmm. like with like depression and anxiety and like different stuff like that I'm sort of like I can have like a very bitchy like um just buck up and like let's let's help you get let's help you move through this because mm-hmm. I also really like to dodge that kind of thing which I'm getting a lot better at about just like this year I've been releasing a lot of like really like heavy feelings that um, I guess didn't even know were there about certain things. But I definitely have a tendency like the other day. <laughs> I was telling Craig, I went and recorded on Craig's podcast, which I think is also out today. Um, so check that out. Um, community service with Craig. But um, it's just so funny because Gray will be like, I'm having a bad day. And I'll be like, you know what you need? Or like, you know, he's like, I'm having a hard time. I'm like, what you need to do? is fucking spend some time helping other people because you're really obsessed with <laughs> what's going on with you. Maybe try doing something for other people so you can stop focusing on yourself. <laughs> and Craig's like, you're right. <laughs> Craig's like, but you're fucking right. And I'm like, yeah, that's technically right. But also no one wants to hear that when they're saying they're going through a hard time. They want sure. someone to say, damn, I'm so sorry and hold your hand. Sure. You know, not like drink more water. You well, know, I think like both, you can do both. You know what I mean? There's a time and place. And I yeah. run over the time and place context because I just want to tell him what I, you know, whatever. But I get uncomfortable with um, really close, like not with you or like really with any of my friends. I get uncomfortable with like really, really close people in my life experiencing like the discomfort of like Mm -hmm. depression Mm -hmm. or anxiety. And I kind of am like, I don't want you to feel like that. Like I want to, you know, like I I don't want to feel maybe it's that I don't want to feel powerless to like help them. Like I don't want to accept that there's nothing I can do for them. To fix the problem. Right. So instead I'm like... What here's which sometimes it does help, you know. I'm like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go in the backyard tonight. We're gonna sit. We're gonna leave our phones inside. We're gonna look at the stars and we're gonna talk about the things we're grateful for in our life. And sometimes, you know, and and sometimes doing that later on, like we did that the other night, and it, it helped Gray so much. Yeah. But also in the moment when he was telling me, I didn't have to say, "Here's what we're gonna do tonight." Instead, I just had to be like, "Man, I'm really sorry you're having a bad day." Mm-hmm. And then later on, I could be like, "Hey, I thought about doing this. Let's do it together." Yes. And instead then of being like the activity, instead of sure. being like, "I'm gonna solve your problem." Sure. Sure. Um. So it was kind of validating to again have this exterior person being like, "Oh, you're going through like four years of like deep depressive anxiety," and me being like, "Oh, that checks out." And like, I probably just need to be there to like have his back and just like mm-hmm. just to like have compassion for what he's going through especially because yeah. his family kind of writes off you know they're sort of like writes off kind of mental illness even though they all have it yeah not everyone but you know how that is where I, it's I just, do. just yeah. like well that's normal i feel that all the time it's right sort of like, you're like well, well <laughs> you need help are too. you okay <laughs> you also need help yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe medication that's the thing um, that's so the thing. i don't know that was just like nice to to or not nice, but it was just sort of like a good reminder for me of like, oh, I just need to like have compassion for like this space that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good reminder for me hearing it with him as well, just because I was like, 
I mean, you haven't finished the episode, but like mm. I was just like my heart was hurting for him. And it was a good reminder where I'm like, oh, my God, just kind of what we were just saying, where it's like you don't know what someone's going through, because whenever I see Gray, you know, he rolls in, he's got his candies, he's smiling, <laughs> he's having a good time. We have a good laugh about something. And, you know, the most conversation as far as anything like stressful, be like, oh, shit, the gym's calling. And, yeah. I, you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, that is stressful. Right, right. But it's like not, then hearing that there's all this other stuff going on. Number one is like, oh, shit, I had no idea you were going through all that. And then also, oh, shit, I had no idea you were going through all that. And then Becca is processing all that with you uh, and not knowing any of that. And being oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, like there are so many behind the scenes things like we know each other really well. It's always like that. You'll always say something, though, if like, oh, well, last week this happened. I'm like, what? I saw you on Wednesday. What are you talking about? Yeah. What, when the fuck did that happen? What do you, yeah. but, you know, it's just, like if you're not living in the home with someone and then even that if you're not living in the brain of right. someone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, I really, I really don't know. Well, and yeah, it, it's, it, it is crazy. Cause like, yeah, sometimes he'll be on like on the phone with me, you know, driving to your guys' house and just being like, I don't know. I'm just like feeling like, so, you know, like on the point of tears, like, I'm just mm. like, this is, I just feel like a failure and this and that mm. and that. And then, but also, you know, I think that he loves nothing more though. And like being in community with other people and like sure. that makes him happy to just like get to chill out. But we don't like, know then five minutes before that all this process is going on. Yeah. And even if he is in community and he's feeling like maybe good, it's still yeah. there. And right. that's still in his body that he's processing, you it, know. It was crazy though. Cause then what she was saying to uh, Evan too, like, when I was listening to the part of Evan where she was telling him, like, you needed to spend like 30 seconds, like feeling this feeling like what's so crazy to me, I guess, about our culture with men in general is that like we have this idea of like what it means to be you know, like she was saying about Evan, like you were raised to be like a macho man. Mm -hmm. But what's crazy is that like so many men that were which I feel like most men are like raised like that, maybe not as intensely as Evan with like the hockey and everything. But like there's still this undertone of how to be a man. Mm -hmm. Right. But the irony is that like so many men have no idea to sit with like their unpleasant feelings and like <sighs> literally don't know how to Tino perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. But like it's kind of crazy to me how like such men that were are supposed to be so tough like have never been taught the basic tools of like how to sit with sadness how to sit with fear how to sit with like anger and just let that mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. um because when she was saying that to evan i was like oh my god like gray so struggles with the exact same thing of like anything to like distract oh, to now yeah. like you know and yeah and then speaking of like my bipolar like that has my my illness has sometimes exacerbated that for him because he feels like he can't have a moment of weakness so that I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So then there's a lot of like, oh, my God, like I have to make sure that I'm always like dialed in and I'm always like good to go and happy and everything's coasting and there's no moments of stress because if I in that one moment am not, you know, not doing well what if Jessica's not doing well and then she doesn't have me? Yeah. And then that, you know, yeah. and that's been a big process in our relationship where I'm like, you know, have had to take ownership of those times where I put that pressure on him and then also have had to communicate with him. Where it's like, no, I want, I don't want that for you. Like, and there's going to be moments where even if you're not there for me, 
and that I have to flounder, that's okay. Yeah. And I know it's not, and that's not what you want. You want me to be always like wrapped up in a little burrito and like comfy, but like I need to sometimes have those growing pains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Well, it's funny because Greg called me when I was gone because I was gone for like six days last week. It was, I got so much sleep. It was amazing. Yes. We were talking about I, we were you talking in that the tent. Hero. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because my, yeah. She was like, how'd you sleep in the tent? I'm like, oh, bitch, I sleep so good. I was in the forest. I was with no kids. And the thing is, when you're outside camping, you know, the sun goes down around like 730 mm. and then you don't really you're not like watching TV or anything. So you kind of like hang out and talk. And then two hours later, you're like, well, time for bed. And it's like 930. Right. And, and it's like and with, t- with the only natural light, your circadian rhythm is like popping off. And you're doing manual labor all day. So you're like really tired. And oh, so yeah. you just go and you sleep so deep and you wake up and you're like, I just slept 10 hours. Mm. Like I'd wake up at 7.30 and I'd be like, oh, it's too early. And I'd be like, oh my God, it's 7.30. Like I just slept, yeah, 10 straight hours, just all comfy in my tent. Okay, broads, quick pause before we dive in. So every pet owner wants to give their pet the best life possible, right? I mean, this could mean everything from extra treats after dinner to letting them sleep on that couch that you said you'd never let them sleep on, but they're just too cute. Uh, even down to the more practical things, like if you have a cat, the kind of kitty litter you're using, and if you've got a cat or multiple cats, you need to be using Pretty Litter. It's the best cat litter out there for so many reasons, and your cat deserves the best. Pretty Litter is by far the best cat litter I've ever used. It is virtually dust-free, which is a huge deal to me because Cats usually track litter around with their messy little paws, but with Pretty Litter, the crystals are really lightweight and they create almost no dust, so no mess. Woohoo! Also, it's ultra-absorbent. It instantly traps odors. That means we have to scoop a lot less, which is good because it's my least favorite chore ever. And um, I don't even notice the litter box 99% of the time, even though it's in the bathroom in, like, the middle of our house. So that's how good a job Pretty Litter does does at absorbing those smells right away. It is amazing. Okay, and this part is so cool. Pretty Litter actually helps monitor your cat's health, okay? The crystals. The crystals will actually change color to detect early signs of potential illness so you know when it's time to take action so your fur babies stay as healthy as possible. Is that not amazing? Once you try Pretty Litter, it'll be the only litter you ever use. Go to prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash chatty to save 20% off on your first order. prettylitter.com slash chatty. Okay, so every time I think that I'm caught up on health trends, surprise, surprise, I'm not, which I guess is actually pretty cool when you think about it. There's always new research being done about how we can optimize our bodies and get them to work at their fullest potential. But I will say finding out the truth of what is what can be a little bit complicated. Let's talk about, for instance, gut health. A lot of people are talking about it right now, which is incredible because it is so important. But with a lot of the talk, there's a lot of information out there. And with that, a lot of products. And as I'm sure you can guess, they aren't all created equal and some just downright don't work. But here at Chatty Broads, you know that we have a fave. You know our absolute fave and the one we love the most because it works, and that is Seed. Seed's the real deal, you guys. It's pretty much the only probiotic that I will recommend because it's a prebiotic, probiotic, symbiotic. 
Uh, it is way more effective than other gut healing products because they've created a special capsule in capsule technology. So what that means is that the 24 strains of probiotics and prebiotics are protected all the way through digestion into the small intestine and colon, and that's where your body needs it. So that means that the symbiotic can be delivered in their fullest form for maximum impact. And if you've ever taken a gut supplement before and not really noticed a difference, it's likely because your digestive process destroyed the supplement before it got a chance to really do anything, but not with seed, okay? I've talked to you about this before on other episodes. Seed, I started noticing so quickly the positive effects of it. I am hooked. It has helped me so much with my digestive issues, my restroom issues, with immunity. We love seed. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty to redeem 20% on your first or 20% off your first month of seeds DSO1 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty. But anyway, wow, that was off track. But Gray had called me during that week and he was like, I think just you being gone, I realize how hard it is for me to be by myself. And like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in my feelings. Like I'm, I'm at the house mm-hmm. by myself and I want to, you know, watch TV, call like just do literally any, which is like fine. But it's also funny because of course it always takes someone outside of the partner to say it. And I'm like, yeah, I always but tell course- you just freaking sit with your feelings for a little bit. It can't be the partner. It can't be the parent. It can't be the partner. You know how it goes. It's like how many lessons have my parents taught me that it took, you know, some outside book or friend, you know, teaching me for it to really resonate. God bless. But I think because those seeds Seeds, were there, the seeds seeds, that it then was able to grow more quickly in my brain because I'm like, oh yes, I this lesson feels familiar, and now someone else is engaging, and I don't have emotions tied to it because I'm not being lectured by my family about it. Right, right. You know, I do know. Uh, Yeah, but um. I don't know. It was just interesting, too, because I was just audio messaging you. Oh, and also my workshop was just it's so fun to like be around the type of people that go to those things because it's just like. There's just like no excuses, you know what I mean? Like there are there are multiple people I met there who like there was one girl who she and her ex-husband, she's like in her 20s, they were living in a trailer on this lady's property. She read the book, this book called The Hand Sculpted House by who's by the guy actually who led this plastering workshop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he really outlines like everything. Like if you don't own land, like here are ideas how to draw up like a, a le- like an agreement with your landlord. Like here's what you could do with this. Here's how can you, you can scrap together materials if you don't have this. Like, like literally lays out like everything top to bottom. She had never had experience like with Cobb or anything before she and her husband read the book they worked out an agreement with their landlord who they just had a trailer on the property they she like called up this uh demolition company and they dumped like five tons of clay she like found another site where they were didn't use the rocks and asked if they could she could borrow someone's truck to go like you know she's like doing all this stuff and she and her husband like built a full Cobb house like 
on their land for, I think she said $15,000 in three months. She and her husband, she, they had some work Whoa. parties, had some friends and family, but they both decided that they were going to like quit their jobs, scrap together like some materials and they were going to use that time in between jobs to like build their home so they didn't have to like pay a mortgage and they could own like something for themselves. And wow. she showed a slideshow like showing the whole process. She's like, yeah, when we had to get like the roofing beams, we figured out a pulley system, set up this rope on a tree and like, and it was just pure like human ingenuity. I'm like, if I can't find the plug, I'm like, I guess we don't have lights today. <laughs> I mean, I was, <laughs> eh, I looked for a few minutes, can't find a plug. I Everything's going to die. So inspired because I was like, wow, yeah. she had never even had any experience. She literally just read a book and was like, wow. I'm going to try to make it happen. Like no excuses. She's like, I don't got a lot of cash. Like I don't got any land and I don't even have like that much time, but we're going to use these three months and we're going to try to make this thing happen. Wow. And that I just love that spirit, you know, mm-hmm. and like just being around people that have that spirit because I think I've talked so much like I mean, you know, I've talked so much negative stuff into myself where I'm just like, I never finished anything. I'm a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Um, but like seeing all these people who like the narrative of themselves is like, I can do it. Is yeah. like so in such inspiring energy to be around. Oh, absolutely. And I just yeah I just I just love that it's so cool so you know they're just talking about all crazy stuff like oh yeah the, here's a plaster if you don't have straw you can make it out of toilet paper like literally like you can get the dirt in your backyard the toilet paper and like some beach sand and you can like make a plaster and replaster Damn. your walls you know just like and I'm like yeah so into it and they were like gotta go home and plaster one wall of your house so who I think this weekend I might do one wall in my house wait I'm for like, real oh that's exciting so anyway that was just really fun but (laughs) your whole house (laughs) i know right grayson and the children are like we've had to move because (laughs) becca's just going ham sandwich just like plastering (laughs) everything ruth's like that's my bed and you're like it's getting plastered doing my sheets just let's get plastered you're sleeping in straw now that's great merch by the way let's what? get plastered let's get plastered Come i know on. once i have my workshops it's you know perfect. guess what i did though i was what? so at the workshop we had one night i was i'm reading this book right now called stone junction it's so good um it's like kind of kind of a coming of age story but it's sort of like this psychedelic tale and have you ever read a book or see a movie where it's like always sort of teetering on like the fantastical but like mm-hmm. not quite and mm-hmm. you're like this is like a like a like just a normal story but then there are also these like weird elements that are kind of like sneak in i love that um but like there's a part of the book where he this this kid he's being trained at different stages of his of his life and training into adulthood by these different like amazing teachers like one guy's the master of disguise and he like can he can like see any person on the street you know and like do up his makeup and his costume and like and act just like them and like which also is like kind of fantastical because like no you know but he could like trick anyone into like believing that he's like a 60 year old woman you know or a 15 year old boy and he's like or you know another one of his teachers could pick any lock just by like listening to it and studying so he's studying with all these teachers and then there's this part where he's like um studying under like one of the best poker players in the world and in order to get out of this apprenticeship with the poker teacher he has to um beat him in a bet and so he's like trying to like he's over it he's over like the hustle of driving around and staying in hotels and like just this whole game of of the gambling life and he's like sitting on the beach and all of a sudden he realizes like he remembers this um 
this like Native American game where you have like a white stone and a black stone and you, you like hold it in your hands and you have to guess which one's the white and which one's the black. And he's like, oh, it's just simply like an intuitive guessing game. Like this is how I'm going to beat him like at a bet. And so he bets if he can like beat him this many times by correct by picking the correct rock or whatever like okay. he wins and then he just like taps into this like flow where he can just like tell which one's the black which hands the black rock and so he's like so his poker master teacher is like all right like let's try it and then he beats him like a ton and he's just like i don't know i like tapped into that flow where I could just like sense which hand had the black rock in it. And I don't know why I just like loved that and really yeah. thought about it. And so because it's just like that fun, weird, mystical, like intuitive intuition, like clairvoyant kind of thing. So I was sitting with a few of the people was like on the second day of the workshop and it was at night and we were just all sitting around talking or whatever. And um, I like was talking to someone and I was like, oh, let me guess your birthday, you know? And he's like, uh, okay. And I was like, kind of fucking around. And I was like, uh, I'm going to guess it. And I was like, March 16th. And he was like, my birthday's March 17th. And we were both like, and everyone was kind of like, whoa. He's <laughs> like, like, she's a witch. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was kind of like, how did you do that? And then another guy, like, I think he said his birthday was in December. And I was like, and the trick is to like do it like the first thing that comes to mind. And like the first I was like, you're December 23rd. He's like, yeah, I am. And the other guy's like, how are you so good at guessing people's birthdays? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I was going to the first thing that came to my mind was 23rd. But then I almost talked myself out of it because my best friend's birthday is December 23rd. And I thought that's why I was thinking of it. But then I thought, I don't know, it's the first date that come to mind. So I date that came to mind. So I should just say it. And I guessed it. And it was so weird. Isn't that weird? That's bizarre. And so it like kind of just made me think of that book where I'm like, wow, this like mystical like part of You're our like, world. Like, <laughs> straight up, I almost did. Um, but yeah, so I like almost exactly guessed someone's birthday out of like out of the like out of the blue, just one day off. And the other guys, I like guessed the exact day on like the that's, first try. That's why. And then I caught kind of got in my head, and then I couldn't like do it anymore. But it was just funny because I thought of something I had told you recently when we were you and I were just I think voice memoing and talking about how our families were really different, even though we were both raised in Christian homes, like your family was not accepting and neither was Evans based on what he was saying mm -hmm. on Jessica Lignotta's episode of like the spiritual realm. No, it's always so interesting to me too because it's like, oh, your religion is based in spirit. Right. But you are very anti any of those feelings right. and following any of that like intuition or spiritual nature of things. Right. And my yeah. family was always like Holy Spirit and angels and demons and this unseen realm. And I was sharing with you recently how grateful I am for that because it gave me a really great foundation to feel like it was something I could step into mm -hmm. from a young age. And anyway, all that bringing that all full circle, like, um, I don't know, just like the time that we're both in right now, I feel like we're both learning to just more and more like step into that unseen world of just knowing of where to go mm -hmm. and like what happens next and what to do, even when we don't know exactly what that next step is going to look like. But like taking leaps, knowing that um, spirit and the unseen world are guiding that path. Yeah. And so. taking risks too, taking risks that can be really frightening. I think that's like a big 
I'm like, that's a big turning point I think in my life right now mm. is because I've never felt like I could trust myself because mm. of the bipolar and like the anxiety and depression. I'm like, you can't tr like trust your spirit because it's out of control. Mm. Instead of learning how to tap into that. And yes, like I need to take care of myself and I need to uh, set myself up for success. But if I do that, though there there are challenges because of it, I'm like, oh my goodness, like there's these superpowers that I feel like I can lock into it. And I need to trust myself just because myself might operate differently doesn't mean that it's not trustworthy. Yeah. And I've never, there have only been a few times in my life where I really trusted myself mm -hmm. and my gut without asking a million other people's opinion. And those few times were times that changed everything for me and not necessarily in an easy way, but in a way that like really propelled the rest of my life forward. Tell me. Well, one of the biggest ones was asking you to do the podcast. I know. I was thinking that when you were saying that. Everything about me at that time was like, no, like th the outside world said no. It was like, Evan's super busy with this. I have Ember. I've never done a podcasting thing before. I don't know, like, the editing portion of anything. Like, I don't... This is not my wheelhouse. Well, aside from, like, school theater, had you ever done entertainment? I mean, I had only been behind the scenes with, like, wardrobe. Yeah. So, no, I had right, never done... Right. I mean, well, I used to sing on stage constantly okay, at, at church. But, like, I wasn't that's, speaking. Right. Speaking... I had only read a script. I'd never like used my own voice mm. and put my own ideas out there. Um, but I loved podcasting and all of that. But it didn't like make sense. But I just knew. So what a leap of faith to ask someone you don't really know very well. I, it was like, I know we didn't know each other. What a weird thing to do. It was so weird. That's the thing. It, was it wasn't like, weird to me either. And that was, that was a, a really monumental moment for me where I was like, I felt I'm like, I want to do a podcast and I was processing that. And then you, you were the first person in my mind. Yeah. And we barely knew each other. Yeah. But I couldn't I couldn't get rid of that. You were the first person I saw as soon as I was like, let's do a <sighs> podcast. And I tried to ignore it for like a few weeks while I was processing and thinking about like, maybe maybe I'll ask another person or maybe I'll try it myself or whatever. And I just couldn't shake it. So then when I saw you walk into the comedy store that same night, I did I know, not I know you were going to be there. In my head. And you walked in and I was like, okay, are you going to trust your instincts right now? Even though via, you know, nurture, everyone's told you not to, like you need to trust your instincts and you need to do it. And then when I trusted my instincts and I asked you and you didn't respond in a, Get away from me, you weirdo. Like a, yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, um, maybe uh, no, you can... Give me your number. I'll text you. Yeah, no, yeah, give, give me your number. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And you were like, that's interesting. And you right away were kind of like, yeah, I've had offers and... But I haven't thought about it like this. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm down to try it. And I'm like, what? I remember walking away being like, what just happened? Like, oh, I trusted... 
I trusted my instincts and I trusted my intuition. Clearly I did too, because thinking about it in hindsight, why on earth would I go on a random like night of my life to drive like across town to go sit down with this person I've never hung out with on my own before to sit in a recording studio and try to record an episode (laughs) of a podcast? That's insane. And it's not like I was another influencer who was like, Okay, yeah, like let's collab and like do like some content together. You're like, I don't know who, like I, 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 she's a friend of my friends, and we've talked a couple times. I know. I don't even remember what my headspace was. I think I, I think I just felt it too. So I think I was just like, yeah, you know. Sometimes you're just like, yeah, let's do it. And that was just. And the thing is, it might have, it might have not worked out. But at the end of the day, it was like because I trusted my instinct and my intuition moving forward, it was like, oh, it did propel me forward. And like I said, maybe that propelling forward might've only lasted for a month, but it did propel me forward in some way instead of just really living in this fearful space. Because it was space. a leap of faith. Yeah. yeah, instead of living in this fearful space of like, don't trust yourself, you're erratic. People are gonna think you're weird. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just live. But I knew that I wasn't happy in the space that I was in. I'm like, I want to be creative in some way. I can't imagine what would life would have been like if you didn't take that leap. How bizarre. The past four <sighs> years. Almost every single week. Even with the kids and all that, almost every single week. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny because, no, I mean, it wasn't funny. It was interesting because earlier this year, we just had like some friction or not even friction, just like disagreements over certain things. And I just had this like, just like restless feeling in my soul that I was just like, you know, the feeling it's just like that, like, you know, when you're like, you're like sat in a, in a car for too long and you're sort of like, oh my God, I'm like, I, got, I know I got to like sit here another few hours, but like I can't, mm-hmm. like something's, uh, it's my tailbone, it's my neck, like something's like, ugh off and I so I had that feeling and um and I was so scared to vocalize that Mm -hmm. I was like so like I just had it in my head it was gonna go horribly yeah didn't know what exactly I wanted but I did but like I didn't like I just was like, oh my God. Like, I was just, I was afraid of the narrative that I had created about like what you wanted and like what you needed. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I was just like, oh my God, like, you know, if I talk to Jess, it's just, oh, it's gonna be like a, a battle or like, a, I don't know. Um, but then it was interesting because like actually you had a moment where um you were just like pretty firm about a boundary with something and I didn't like agree with it but I like respected I like respected that you were like holding firm in that boundary and I was like I under like mm-hmm. I respect that because like I would want that same boundary to be respected for me if I had like the opposite feeling you know like I would want you to honor that mm-hmm. and I was like and I like honor that mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was really like a catalyst for me. It been like, oh, you broke the ice here and like did something like uncomfortable. 
Um, and yeah, you, t- you know, I normally don't speak up about that. Yeah. And you took like a leap of that. faith to be like, I'm going to like, I'm, I need to like, this is what's right for me. And, um, it like, wasn't fun, but I was also like, okay, this is a big catalyst in, in the most unpetty way possible, not a tit for tat, but for me to be like, okay, something's not working here for mm-hmm. me. And like, I feel like we want different things right now. And just, it was like from that point on, it was like, I guess like pretty, more or less like pretty blissful in terms of like the process of us like deciding like what we wanted to do. And it was just like, so as like mystical and graceful as like our beginnings of this podcast, like it couldn't ask for anything else and I guess I'm like sort of stepping around it but like and it's I like cannot believe it's like something we've been processing but like Jess and I just feel like it's time for us to go different directions and go mm-hmm. in in different paths <sighs> yeah yeah it's crazy to say out loud because like you were saying, it's like it's something we've been personally processing, I think, like on our own for a while. And not for like, verbalizing it. Exactly. Like, not like in a disingenuous way where it was like, This needs to stop. And I'm just every week I'm like, no, but it was just more like we both had this feeling of like, I think it's time to make this change and to go our separate ways. But like, I felt how you were feeling where you were like, how is this, how is Jess going to feel? And this is a huge change. I felt the exact same way too, where I was like, I'm feeling this in my body, but I also don't know if I can trust my body right now. Am I having an emotional reaction to other stressors in life? And you know, what, what is all of this? So when in that conversation, I did set that boundary and you honored that. And then you expressed to me how you were feeling. It was like, I was so scared when I sent that like well, voice memo to you. Sent a voice memo right I was like, I'm so sorry. I was, I was questioning everything. I was like, I don't know why I said that. Uh. No, when it was like, as soon as, and I right away told you, I was like, don't apologize because as soon as you said it, it was like this overwhelming, like warm feeling of, confirmation that though we're feeling that we need to go our separate ways career-wise that we're still on the same wavelength where it was like oh my gosh this isn't like this breakup this is like the closing of a chapter and it made it like you said, it's been as we've been processing this, like, you know, because we didn't, of course, want to make any rash decision. We've been processing it. It's been like so good. And I feel like our relationship is the best it's been right now. It's just like open. It's just, I, I don't know. It just like creates a better feeling of safety where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, and, and actually also to clarify, like, when we say it's something we've been processing for a while, like Jess and I have only made this decision like together in like the last two months. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually has like 
it's not like oh the beginning of this year we decided like it's like oh, been no. a no 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 it's, it's but yeah I feel like we've been I was questioning myself a ton on that feeling on that intuition because as we've talked about you know with friends with just certain things in my life like if things are really difficult mm-hmm. i am just like fuck it i'm over it and so there was that rational part of my brain of like well we haven't even done this been doing this for years like is this just growing pains and like mm-hmm. i'm now trying to like escape because i just don't want to come face to face with like you know the normal ups and downs of like that come with relationships or like businesses mm-hmm. shared with people like am i just trying to like ditch it Mm -hmm. Um, because when times are getting tough and so I was really like questioning that in myself Mm -hmm. um, and really like having a tough time with that discernment and then that's also something where like I didn't want to put it out there to you because also like if you were not on the same page and if that was just me like going through like that would be hard yeah (laughs) that would make our relationship like it would have been but the thing is you know, at the end of the day, I feel so grateful that you and I were, have been feeling like similar things, but even if you would have, it would have been, it's like we've been talking about in The Bachelor with just being honest. It's like, it would have been hard and that would have been hard for me to hear and process, but ultimately like you would have been living the way that you needed to and not just like getting bitter and frustrated and then until there was an explosion right until all of a sudden we had some huge blowout and then it's like and then there's a loss of business and friendship yeah where you know it's it's funny because but yeah i was like i I didn't know i didn't know if that was like my truth and the path i needed to go into though like i was really like second guessing myself Mm -hmm, a lot because mm -hmm. i was like part of this is intuition part of this is just me like being overtired or you know like overwhelmed by all these other things going on um it's crazy though because i knew i like knew we weren't gonna have like chatty broads together forever like i i i just know like both of our families and personalities like we're not gonna do this for 20 years (laughs) sure you know (laughs) i know you've (laughs) joked about doing it into space and doing transmissions from the from whatever (laughs) from whatever capsule we've launched ourselves into and i knew i also had a little bit of a um a time stamp in my mind knowing that you know you've talked about maybe wanting to homeschool Ruth mm-hmm. and I'm like I had that time stamp yeah, in I'm my like, head your, too your children are getting older and like it's gonna be it's gonna come like that when Ruth is getting into school age and that then who knows where then you're gonna want to be and also then time wise and and other commitments so I kind of had that in my mind a little bit I did too but I was thinking I was still like sort of thinking like two or three oh like in two or three years yeah. But that's kind of what I do for myself for everything. I'm like, oh, in two or three years, yeah. like, you know, I'll quit Instagram. Two or three years, I'll whatever. Um, but it was so interesting because, you know, we had this initial talk about like, you know, I think we're like on different pages of just, we're just like on, well, we're on the same page, but we just have different like paths and purposes right now, I think mm-hmm. is really what it came down to. But we didn't really like talk in concrete fashion about anything and then we had this really great conversation one day where on the phone and we were talking about like human design and 
um, talking about all that kind of stuff. And then I was just sort of like, what do you like? So what are we going to, what do you want to do? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. you know? And I was kind of like, and I was like, well, what I, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to say what I see. Like I maybe see us like, I don't know, maybe doing, you know, two separate shows. I don't know. Uh, ending the podcast. Like, I don't think I could even say, I don't even think I could say that. Like it still trips me up if I say like, ending chatty broads like ending the podcast it just feels so like (sighs) definitive and Mm -hmm. like a breakup and like all but it just I don't want it to it doesn't feel like that so like I don't want to put it in those terms Mm -hmm. but but then you were sort of like yeah yeah and then you shared with me what we had talked about briefly on the podcast before but it really sticks in my mind of when you were at drag con and that this mystic psychic woman just pulled you aside Mm mm-hmm (laughs) repeat it again for the people i mean gosh she told me a lot of things but she did she how long did she talk did you talk to her for like 10 15 minutes she like really just pulled me aside and spilled all these things and she basically you know in a much more clear fashion than probably what i'll communicate is you know she basically said to me like do you feel in your body right now this like feeling of like you feel torn? There's like there's tension all in you right now. And what you've done, you've done well, but it's better. And she put it in like such a, a great way. And I'm trying to remember exactly what she said something like it's better to dock the ship than to burn it to the ground. Mm. And it like hit me so hard because I had been processing like kind of these different directions that, you know, in our private conversations that you and I had been wanting to go with the podcast. And it was so tough because you're like, there's nothing wrong with your direction. There's nothing wrong with my direction. We have great chemistry. We love to talk. But there is then that piece where you're like, yeah, but this is which way I want to go and this is what which way you want to go. These directions are kind of incompatible. They're like, incompatible. Yeah. And so how is that going to work? Or your work? direction isn't compatible for me and vice versa. Right, like, yeah. right. So it's like, okay, so how is this going to work? And I was then thinking about what she said where it's like, it's time to dock the ship. Mm. You know, because it's like, the last thing that I ever would want in our relationship is to burn it down. And so that was like resonating in my mind. And it was like, oh man, like Becca and I are in this place where, yeah, we have like disagreements as any two humans do about something, but we we're good. We love each other. We're not fighting. So I'm like, I don't want to ever get to that place. And it's also like, I love you so much and I want you to do exactly what you right. need to do that will bring the most fulfillment and joy in your life. And I don't want to be the person to hold you back from that. And I don't want to hold myself back from what I know. Yeah, is I don't want to I don't want to pull peace. you into any direction that like you're resisting, you know? Right. It's like no one wants to feel like they're tugging the other person like anywhere they don't want to go. Right. So I'm like, I'd rat I want to dock this ship. I don't want to burn it to the ground. And so that was just like burning in my mind for for a little while and just processing like, what does that look like? And are we on the same page? And is this, I don't know. And just 
that was r- like running through my head constantly mm-hmm. um, because I knew what I didn't want to do and I didn't want to burn it to the ground. And that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. I, oh man, oh, I, I've been waiting to tell you like in this conversation, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, kind of weird. I had these three dreams in the past month and I've never had any dream like this. I had these three dreams that like Evan was like telling me that he like he was like coming on to me and like telling me he was in love with me and was like being really weird I'm and like, sexual and romantic with me. It was like really felt so real and was like really like like I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like I don't like I have to tell Jessica now. weird. Yeah, this is really weird. This was really intimate between me and Evan. But it was crazy. Like it happened a couple of times. It was like, oh, it was really weird. And then like the third time I like woke up and it was like, you know, in the middle of the night. And but like the first thing that came to my mind is I was like, oh, like if this were to happen in real life, it would be like the ultimate like separation of like me and you. Sure. It would be like. Or the ultimate separation of me and him. (laughs) (laughs) But like it like. It would just be like the you know this, the 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 ultimate like betrayal, yes. all of that kind of thing, and I was like, oh wow, like these dreams are like my my subconscious like expressing this fear of like losing like this intense fear of like losing you as like my friend mm-hmm. and like losing you as someone so close to me and so beloved and like how scary that would be to just have that gone from my life. And that was why I was so afraid of this transition. I yeah. was like, exactly like I said, I don't want to burn this ship. Like, fuck, I, I, I'm so afraid of like, I don't want this. I don't, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't want to like just ditch Jess and just say like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I just don't want that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just shown me this whole process, like, you know, how much you mean to me and how incredible it is that together, like cosmically, spiritually, like we were able to like, and I know I have following whatever, that's it, not it. We were able to like make something like out of nothing and like, and so many people came to our show to be a part of like our friendship that came to life and grew as our families grew and as our lives Mm -hmm. changed and as we grew as individuals like over the last four years, which is such an incredible once in a lifetime privilege. And it's just amazing. It's I, you know, I, I messaged you the other day and I was like, we did it. You know, we did it. We made this thing together, like you said, and we went through all sorts of crazy shifts in the world and made tons of mistakes together and had so many laughs together and we built a business together and we did it. And I'm so proud of us. And I'm so grateful too, you know, like you were saying, where 
you know, we had this like unique situation where we were getting to know each other in front of the broads, all of you guys listening. And because of that, it feels like this like really unique family situation that I just, I do not, I'm so grateful for. It's like every night, you know, when I put my head down, it's like, regardless of all the stress, there's this overwhelming gratitude of like, in my business, I was able to like meet my best friend and do life with you. And I have these people who it's family. It feels like this family and there's so much support and love and humans seeing life together. And then like knowing that there are listeners who, because of the podcast, have like started friendships is like the biggest honor ever. And like the people then that we've met through the podcast, like that are will be friends forever. It's like we have our Craigs and our Roses. It's like we know like these people where you're like, oh my God, I would have never had all these relationships and learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just was leaving Craig's house the other day and he was like, I love you. You know, you're like family to me. And I was like, wow. I got super emotional on the way here because I was reading just some messages that people had been sending, just replying to things on Instagram. But like some people's just like there was a couple replies of like things this morning. Someone just said something so simple of like, love it, Becca. Like, you're doing great or something. And I was just like, it just hit me for a moment. It doesn't hit me super often, but I was like, I felt, I felt exactly what you're talking about. I was like, wow, like some of these people on the internet, sometimes I don't like when people treat me like I'm their friend or family. I'm like <laughs> boundaries. But then sometimes like people on the internet, like treat me in such a tender way. Like I'm their friend or their sister. And mm-hmm. it means so much to me. And it is so touching of like, Sometimes people will DM things and it is so kind and so encouraging. And I'm just like, wow, like you took time out of your day to like write that to me. And like that is such an act of love that really like touched me. And sometimes, you know, it's like you don't even have time to respond back. But like I will see that and I I feel so loved in that moment. And like, oh, absolutely. And that's just that's just a really special thing and also selfishly i am really excited to have a friendship with you out of business like i'm excited true. to Me see too. you once every three <laughs> weeks and to like go to a show together yeah, like, and get drinks. Show, get drinks get dinner we don't have to talk business yeah yeah and, which was kind of hilarious because the other day i posted a photo of us going out to brunch and we were going for a business meeting <laughs> And everyone was like, Jess, I got dozens of DMs of people oh. saying like, I love seeing you guys hang out outside of work. And oh I was like, God. you know what? But soon enough, like we when we will hang out, it will not it will just be to just like hang out with a friend just and friends. catch up. Yeah. And we never have had that relationship, which is so weird because it's like you probably know more than about me than like pretty much anyone in my life and like again we've talked about the hours spent talking together and you're like oh my gosh but hundreds and hundreds of because hours. our relationship started behind the mic it's it's business right but like i mean great business right so fun business right. but 
that's what it is. So I'm like, no, I'm so excited to be able to just be like, let's get a drink. Let's hang out. Let's just be. You know, and we'll probably still end up talking about business. Of course. But <laughs> we're business broads We're together. business broads together. But like, no, I mean, what you were saying too with, you know, people like sending those messages. It's like, I remember just feeling so overwhelmed um, when Boris passed away. Mm. And, like, all the broads, like, sent us, like, the Boris necklaces and, like, a card. And I'm like, this is my family. Like, I might not be able to see, like, know exactly what you look like, you know, behind your little, like, you know, emoji for whatever your Instagram is. Or maybe I've never interacted with you online or, you know, or you've never posted anything that I've seen or whatever. But it's like, this is family. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of like, you know, when I'm out, you know, at Target and all of a sudden someone's just like broad squad. I'm just like, oh, my God, we immediately can catch up. I also have that moment of panic where I'm like, you know everything about my life. <laughs> sure. But I'm like, I'm like, but 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 there's then kind of that it's like that moment of like, oh, I hope I wasn't doing something weird that you just saw. But it's also like, oh my God, you know, you know a good you don't know every you like, kind of do know me. You don't know every part of me, but like you definitely know me. Yeah. And we and and there's there's this there's this understanding and wild. That's incredible and like, you know, we'll get more into it, but I just want to make sure to take a moment like to everyone listening. I know I know for myself when I've had podcasts that I love that end like I'm devastated. Devastated. And so in this conversation, like, I want to acknowledge that and be like, I know this isn't like, hey, guys, great news. Um, but I do want to say thank you so much. For tuning in, for caring about what we have to say and, like, our friendship and our relationship. And like we said before, this is this is a business. Like when I post something that I'm doing with Ember, it's because people listen and I'm able to take her to that fun place. And I. It means everything. And I know for myself with, you know, all of like the I've talked about this a little bit before, but with like all of like the mental health struggles like I've always wondered like what type of job can I keep secure Mm. and like where you know sometimes I don't have it in me to get to the office and and I have this privilege of being able that I've been able to be with you to sit behind a mic and make my own schedule because people talk about what you're going talk about what you're going through and it means everything pretty freaking special it's really special and i'm sorry in the video if my eyelashes are falling off <laughs> because of the tears mm, they're staying they're staying i've really tried to put a lot of glue on before <laughs> this episode because i knew i was gonna cry and i'm just like bitch keep these things secure i feel i feel insecure that i'm not crying but i feel so like <laughs> don't feel insecure that you're not crying i'm doing my best <laughs> i'm like i'm like i think i think i haven't cried yeah I've been kind of trying to like keep calm and process. And I think this is now my purging moment. Yeah. So I think I just feel like 
in anyone I've been talking to like about this or just just telling people, you know, like, oh, we're, you know, close friends. The Reddit threads ones. you've been going on yeah, making the announcements. <laughs> just this bitch. She did this. <laughs> yeah. Um, under Clayton sucks uh. 39 on Reddit. Um, oh. Yeah. I just like, you know, to loved ones like I am like so happy and proud to be like we're ending the podcast and like it's all good I know. like i just feel so like it's just such it's just such a relief to me like it feels there's like definitely a lot of things i'm still like i mean we'll get into all of it because like this is not the end i think of either of our podcasting careers mm. um and so there's like a lot I'm still like it's funny to feel like oh I'm scared of potential negative feelings you ever feel that like I'm scared of potential negative feelings I could feel towards someone I love like oh, I'm scared sure, of like sure. feeling jealous of you or like I'm scared yeah, of feeling like sure. you know like um, I, I guess I'm just thinking like if we transition into new things and like you know uh I don't know what if you get another Wendy podcast Williams. partner named no, Jessica. <laughs> no, and you, you call become... it, and you call it. Uh, uh, what's another word besides chatty? Bitches, chatty, chatty witches, or something just like uh, witchy broads. Uh, what am I? Uh, oh, bratty broads. <laughs> bratty broads. That's what my mom would call us. Bratty, bratty broads. Bratty hoes. Yeah, bratty hoes <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, just like you know the usual dumb shit where i'm yeah, like oh my gosh what if jess becomes the uh oprah of podcasting oh once she gosh. dumps me and oh my God. like oh i'll be so like i don't want to feel like you know i don't want to feel like jealous i don't want to feel like you know insecure i don't want to feel those things and so i think i'm like scared of feeling those feelings um but more than that i'm just like oh my gosh we are making it through this transition that is the death of so many people's like friendships and relationships. Yeah. And we are just, like I said, flowing through it in the same, in my opinion, graceful way that like, granted there's a lot of ups and downs in between, but that what you were talking about of like that flow into what we've created here was so organic and so just like kind of easy. And I feel so grateful that for the most part, like this, making these decisions has felt so easy with mm -hmm. you. And I'm so just like happy and relieved about that. Um, that that's the most overwhelming feeling for me right now is just like, yes, like I could yes. not have asked for like a better outcome. Like, yes. No, I feel. And that makes me so happy. I feel so much. It is not lost on me that the strife that could be happening you know, and I and I'm so grateful for it. And even like when you bring up like, oh, those the fear of the feelings that may come. I'm like, baby, if we could make it through this, like I do not doubt. And I think we're setting ourselves up for success for if those feelings were to ever creep in that like we've if we've created enough of a an environment for each other where we can be honest and about really scary things, it's like. I think we're gonna be okay i think so too i yeah. think so too but you always have the biggest things fears around like things that are most important to you you know and it's like of course i just can't imagine like after the past four years like i just can't 
imagine like my life without you in it. And I think that I forget about that. Like I forget like what a big part of my life you are. Yeah. Like you're a day out of every single one of my weeks and like have been now for years, like a whole day where I just sit and talk and process and share and gripe. And I do that. I've been doing that every single week with you. And it's like, sometimes it's so baked into the normal that like, I forget it's even there. And like, I just, I don't know how, I don't know how it's going to feel (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how it's going to feel three, four months down the road where I'm like, oh my God, like I, I just want to sit, go and sit for, which we can still do it, obviously. But I'm like, oh my gosh, we've had built in four hours a week and I, and I stay at your house after and, uh, she, yeah. and shoot the shit and gossip and leave too late and hit a bunch of traffic. <laughs> and like, you know, I do that every week with you. It's like, yeah. but I also feel... I also just feel like I do just feel like it's so right for us right now. And I don't think there's any way else to explain it. It's like we told um, we told someone who's in our sphere and they were like, I'm not surprised. They were like, Mm -hmm. they're like, no, I, 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 you know, it's like it's clear that you guys are like in a phase of transition. And that I think brought both of us so much peace. We're like, oh. We were so afraid of like, yeah, I mean, we've been, it's, it's been, you're scared, like, because I think we value so much this space for the two of us. We value so much the community that like the idea of like disappointing the community has been really scary. And that's why I'm like, okay, I want to acknowledge that like, I'm sure that's there and I and it ha- it is has 1000% been a factor in how we've been trying to process this. Oh, we have talked so much about like how would I feel like how would I feel like as a listener like I don't we we felt we both felt so strongly like we don't want to pull the rug out from anyone. We don't no. want to ba- bamboozle or trick anyone. Like we don't want this to just like we don't want anyone to feel like shell shocked and like thrown for a loop. Like mm-hmm. we want people to feel like included in this because like I said, the two of us have not been processed. I mean, like you said, individual paths are one thing, sure, but in terms but of together. us talking about like ending chatty broads, that's yeah. like a very recent conversation. And we have talked so much about wanting to include our community, like in this conversation as soon as possible. Like, It's been something that's been so important for the both of us. And I hope that like, I just really want to emphasize how much that means to us to make people feel like they're like, hopefully we can gently ease anyone who this pot. I I mean, it's just like this podcast is just as much all of the broads as it is us like this. It's it would be a silent show. (laughs) (laughs) If it wouldn't be for the bras. And oh, so it'd, it's be like, a, <laughs> it'd be a show, all right. <laughs> Not for long, though. It would have lasted for a couple weeks and uh, screaming into the void. But, you know, it's all of us that are part of it. So it's like, okay, like we want to make sure that we do this to make sure that everyone is included in this because it is all of us. Like this isn't just... 
me and you, but then at the same time too, we've had a lot of conversations where we're like, okay, what's best for our audience? Dock in the ship or the ship burning to the ground? No one wants to see that. No one. I mean, wants people probably well, might want to see the, the yeah, show. Yeah, I guess I do. But but that just doesn't feel like. I mean, that's just not us. Yeah. That's just not what we have ever wanted to create. I also don't think we either of us. Well, we I not I think I know that neither of us want to like close any forever doors either no. like um you know if anyone wants to give us a tv show we're open Please. <laughs> amazing i'll still do amazing race with you bitch you know that you know i'm on that immediately oh my God. we do the podcast for four years the amazing race like ruins our friendship we like never speak again <laughs> after that i'm like i told you to talk to the italian guy in the cab I told you to train and t- for running. Like I didn't bring my <laughs> I didn't bring my book, my translation book for Italian. Where was your inhaler? I asked you if it was in your backpack. Yeah. Suddenly <laughs> I had asthma. <laughs> you seem like a bitch who has asthma. You don't. I know. I know. I've, you don't. I've had an inhaler before. Oh, you have. In okay. my life, I don't, I don't use one currently. Okay. okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. You might need one for the amazing race. So. I. Well. Oh, you mean with all the movement? Yeah. I'm gonna need an <laughs> inhaler. I'm going to need an IV on tap. But like, yeah, we don't. Yeah, that's. Neither of us want to like close the door and just say like, I'm no. never going to like. No, this isn't an end of a like, this is a this is like. This is it's the next step. It's the next step, you know, and I think movement. It's important. It's scary, but it's part of life. And I think if you just stay still. You're not going to go very far. You're not going to go very far. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, this is like, yeah, with us and this podcast, it's like, what's the next step? You know, it's it's not like goodbye forever. It's just like, all right, what is the next step? And our, our now our relationship is off the podcast and we actually get to know each other in that way. And like you said, not closing any doors to whatever opportunity lies ahead but I'm so proud of us for creating in communication with each other a uh, option where like that can happen. And it's not just like, get out of here. Yeah. It's done and just go up in flames. I guess that's a good segue. Should we just like kind of talk more about like what, ta- like just so people aren't like, is this the last episode? Yeah, like, should we, should we, should we talk about the game, our game plans yeah. for ourselves personally? And then also with yeah. this podcast? Also, also I think that we could spend in that like next, we don't have, not like, oh, we'll save all this for next week. But I also think that like, I know people will have questions yes. and like, um would love to answer yeah any and all of those yeah so i think that this will be an ongoing conversation and well yeah i think um well let's do a little fun piece of news we are going to be recapping bachelor in paradise listen <laughs> one of the things we were saying is we're like we we cannot end we were talking we were comparing it to seasons of a tv show and we're like we can't like end the season or a finale, excuse me, of a TV show, we can't just like wrap it and just be like, all right, that's it. Bye. We're like, no, now we have our, also, now the we time have snuck up on us. We were like, oh yeah, we'll like do some. Yeah. And then we're like, but this is the end of the bachelor. It's the end of the bachelor. We're like, oh my God. No, we're like, no, we got to have now our finale season. So now we're having our finale season and we are going to be recapping for our finale season of Chatty Broads. 
Bachelor in Paradise, so don't disappoint, ABC. Make it a good one. Bitch, I forgot until like a couple weeks ago that we have to watch to Monday and Tuesday night every week. Yeah, we'll be like, all right, we're we're done. We're good. (laughs) We do halfway, halfway through, and we're like, okay, never mind. (sighs) This is going to be over. But then also on top of, um, you know, uh, doing season finale with this Bachelor in Paradise season, we also want to involve, like, the broads. Like, we want to have, like you said, uh, episodes, like, answering questions about all of this. But we also want to have... Best our up. final visits. Our final visits That's from depressing as fuck. I know, but if I say best of, I'm like, do people think it's going to be a, a re-release uh, episode? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> An episode, favorites. episode with our all of our favorites. So have Craig on, have Roz on, have have um, you know. Whoever else you guys want us to have. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, we want to hear from all of you about like, what do you want to hear from us? Like, what conversations are you looking for us to have? Things to revisit, people to have on. We wanna, we wanna end it. Can we also do an episode where maybe like one of our really like last ones? I want to have an episode too where selfishly I want to read if people talk about like ways that like Chatty Broads is like you know maybe you met like your husband oh my through, gosh like, yes chatty oh, broads wow. you think i'm Facebook crying a page. lot right now <laughs> jesus or like i don't know maybe yeah. chatty broads was with you during a dark i mean i don't know if you i feel like people always message that. me these like yeah. really like poignant things and i'd kind of love to like get to read some of those together and kind of like share about like maybe how this podcast has like you know yeah. touched people in the community i think it's i think that you know Unfortunately, also being nose to the grind, I feel like you and I, you Mm. know, when you're just going and grinding, you sort of like forget or you miss on like the things that matter. And like, I think that oftentimes, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the negative feedback. And then like, I just, and and instead of like reflecting on like, wow, like, it's really cool that like people have been like touched by what we've made and that is a really special thing to take time to relish in i would love to do that and you're completely right i think you know in the past especially the past year it's like when you have three episodes a week it's a lot like there's a lot of then behind the scenes stuff too with like the prepping and the editing and the washing and it just at week after week you get just in the cycle and then you can get caught up in that i would love to pause and be like oh my god this is what i relish this is the joy of what all of this is. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying no, the air on. from like right here. There's a phantom phone in the studio. Oh, so the ghost, your ghost really has to get in on this episode of well, all episodes. The ghost episodes. is just like, bitches, this, this would not be the same podcast <sighs> if my spirit floating around here. Maybe your ghost is the one guiding us. But it's the ultimate broad. Broad creepy the broad. <laughs> but yeah, okay 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 yeah but i do think so we're gonna do paradise and um yeah we want to make our second episode every week like just something i don't know we're gonna special. play as we go but yeah. like do something special some for the fan favorite guests um we gotta have a date night yes i also yes yes we do also um there's like topics like that you want us to revisit mm-hmm. like you know we've had some really like fun banger topic episodes that people really really love if mm-hmm. there's any certain topics you want us to like revisit one thousand last time we'll go for it for sure um 
But I guess we just want to like make this process of transition feel like special and feel we want to like just honor, I guess, like all the time that we've put in and like all of the connections that have been made. And um, we want to like honor our listeners, I guess, and our audiences like much as possible too. I think that's just really, really important to us. And we just want to feel everyone like everyone's like together as we're. Yeah. We want to fill all of our cups before or buckets, as Ember says. Was who? Ember says buckets? Buckets, not cups. <laughs> She's like, you haven't filled my bucket today. I'm like, oh God. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's bigger than a cup. <laughs> like, I thought I was doing pretty good. She goes, oh, you didn't let me have that candy. Didn't fill my bucket. I'm like, well, I'm trying to. All right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I guess it's going to be the, like, it's what's crazy is. It's going to be in November is going to be the timing like of which the end of our show, will which will be our four year release anniversary. You and I started working end of October on the podcast, like yeah, mid end of October. Uh huh. But, um, but we didn't release until like top of November, I think. So it's kind of crazy. We didn't even plan it. And then if, if you listened to an episode a few weeks ago, we were like saying something. And I was like, yeah, it'll be four years in November. And we were both like, oh. <gasps> November because we both realized like we're going to be wrapping the podcast in November. It's like everything comes full circle with these remaining episodes, just wanting everyone to leave like again, cup full. So please, please let us know. Like we want to know this is something that we want all of you to be included yeah. on with what would make you feel the most fulfilled yeah in these episodes that's for sure i do i and i just wanted to say i have like and we can get more into it next week but like i have no i i don't really have any idea of like what's to come what i want to do like after this like in the coming months i don't really um i really don't know uh, which is hard for me. I like to have a really clear path. Uh, or feel like I have a sense of the path that I want to go in. But I don't really have that right now. So um, maybe one day. I mean, not maybe. I, th I think one day I would like to have my own show. But I, I really like. I'm not getting any kind of clear vision of like what that looks like. Mm -hmm. I've sort of said, oh, next spring um but i don't have the clear conviction yet of what that will look like and that might not come in this next six months and i think i'm just going to play it by year or play it by spirit i guess is there anything um, right now that you're like i know i want this to come or are you just living in that practice of Um, I definitely want to, yeah, I don't, I really don't know. Like sometimes I think that I want to just be able to go off and rant on my own sometimes. Like you and I have talked about like me having like someone who's a producer who's just going to sit and like bounce off my ideas. But like, I don't even know if I want that because I get pretty like overwhelmed with the thought of that. Um, and maybe it's just not the right time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really don't know. I think what I want, though, more than anything is to feel 
uh, which is just how it is in my life in general. But I just want to feel like a sense of freedom Mm -hmm. and like, not that I, not that it's like, Oh, chatty broads has been holding me back from freedom. But I think just in general, you've got a for sure schedule with this. You've got for sure things you have to take care of, which has actually been great. But, um, I just feel, I guess like, I felt like I, I sort of started feeling this year like I was on a track. Um, not with just with Chatty Broads, like everything in my career. It was like a track that I was like, I keep saying that I'm like going to hop off this one way or another, but like, when am I actually going to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of just keep like rolling steadily down this track and like, I don't know if this is like making me happy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be happy. I just want to feel free. Um, and I just want to feel... Yeah, that's just just that. Mm-hmm. It's a very general wish. You know, I you know I have my own secret desires for you. <laughs> what are your secret desires for me? You know that I <laughs> want you to have like a Netflix like <laughs> architectural show or like oh. an HGTV well, I like, like that. I was talking about podcasts. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, this is also part of my ultimate plan that I would love to see for you. When you talk about freedom, I'm like, with this all this new... I do want to be a natural building influence for sure. Like, something about, like, natural building, like, is just... It's just... It just makes sense. Evan's just been having me watch Chef's Table every night, uh-huh. which is so stunningly yeah. shot and emotional. And I was like, I just see, like, Becca doing something like this with, like building things like where it's beautifully shot in different locations i would love that <laughs> first i gotta learn how to build a lot of that stuff then but i can that get could there be part of it that could be part of you it learning i just want to you know beyond what i want just to feel happy and free i really want to empower people and there are so many people in the world myself included, who I feel like are just like looking for that thing to like unlock. Mm. And um, they don't, and you don't really know what you're looking for. And then you have this moment where something unlocks and you're just like, whoa, I didn't even know this kind of like life was a possibility for me. And there are just so many people that I see out there, especially right now in our world who are just yearning for that, for that key to like unlock, that's gonna unlock them and empower them Mm. to make big changes and little changes and all kinds of changes and step out in um in in boldness and so i really wanted like empower people to do that whatever that looks like um so i guess that's like one of my big desires Mm. for the future that's beautiful what about you well um Becca's talking about empowering people and I'm <laughs> over here being complicit in reality television. No, no, no. No, no, <laughs> I'm joking. But I'm also, but it's also true. I mean, yeah, go ahead. What were you no, going to say? No, but here's the thing. And and I said this to you when we had it, when we were talking about human design. By the way, did you know I'm like the most, you said that I'm like, my human design is like a really rare one. It's not. I have like the most common human design What's one. What's your human design? Generator. I thought you were a generating manifester. No, I'm a generator. I don't believe it. You're a manifester. <laughs> I change your human design. <laughs> I think it's just by your birthday and all that. So I think I'm technically a generator. No, trust me. My friend was like, no, you're a generator. I'm like, okay. what? I'm just saying. I'm like, I, what? I, I'm not the most rare one. 
She's like, generators make things happen. I'm like, I'm not a worker bee. I'm a visionary. How dare you? That's why I thought you were a generating manifester. No, I'm just a generator. But anyway, well, I digress. What I was telling you, though, in that conversation was I was like, there is something so beautiful about you being able to talk about reality TV and people on reality TV and being able to do that in such a graceful way where you're leaving everyone's humanity intact. And um, and it just makes people feel good. And like, I, I maybe had that at one point or I had fun with it. Um, but you know, I've just realized like, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, it brings out um, a very cynical side of me. Um, actually, I felt like I did pretty well on the past season. You know what? I was going to, I was been wanting to talk to you about that, that I feel like you brought such a different energy this season that was like very, but I also feel like that's a lot of what you're, what's happening in your personal life too, where like you're been very like gracious and like processing what people are going through and like behind the scenes and like it, it showed wildly i think i just felt freer in this season too like i think just like knowing about these shifts and like feeling this like um yeah i think i just felt freer too also i really liked this season and also there was no one particularly like horrible on this season <laughs> there have been some seasons you and i both know uh-huh. where we feel like there are people that are just really hard for me to humanize yeah i feel like i was tougher on people this season than you were girl i was coming out a little more with a hammer this season <laughs> Well, yeah, the mania. Just, <laughs> no, but I just feel like I, I just feel like you have been able to really keep steadily keep that balance throughout the four years of doing this. And I think people enjoy it so much. And I think that people just really feel like they have a friend in you. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about The Bachelor or about your personal life or whatever. People still feel like, oh, it's Jess, like my friend. Um, who I'm listening to, which is so special that you have really, that gift to offer the world. I, that really means a lot to me. And in our conversation too, I think in the different directions that we're going, I was like talking about how I'm like, this is where I feel comfortable in the podcasting space. And I feel like for you, you're someone who is a culture changer Mm. like you spark ideas and questions and you light a fire i'm a pusher what is what is i'm a pusher i push (laughs) (laughs) what is that from mean girls (laughs) no but in our relationship on this podcast and off that's been something that you've been massive for for Mm. me in my life is like motivating me to all of a sudden think about things in different critical ways that I never had before. And instead of just taking something at face value, like hitting something with nuance that I hadn't before Mm. and educating myself in different things that I hadn't before, like that is your gift. And, you know, I think I'm excited for what that's going to look like for you, whatever that looks like. But the thing is that I think that's so cool is I know that like you were saying, you're talking about at some point starting a podcast and I think that'll be amazing yeah i i don't know what that would look like but i can't imagine my life without no you gotta talk you gotta talk you gotta talk and whether that looks like you talking alone to a producer or you finding a new partner i don't think (laughs) i really (laughs) know but yeah but i mean whatever that might look like though or 
you know, whether that's in a different form of media. You're also the type of person who I could see jumping on new forms of media that are all of a sudden coming forward. Who knows what in a few years, what type of media is going to be offered. <laughs> to holograms. You're going to be literally floating in my living room. I'll be like, I'm with Becca every oh day. God. I don't know what she's talking about. She's levitating across my house, lecturing on the new form of, of uh, you know, plastering. Or I just like go backwards and I'm just like, I'm like, you can only come listen to me if you come to my forums at my Only property. in person. Maybe yeah. you only go Whoa. by the pen now. Whoa. You just become a full-blown prolific writer. And I just With hand write all yeah. the I hand write all the copies. I'm like, I have fifteen editions. Yeah, you're like, I will not purchase. take it to a printing press. <laughs> I know I know someone like that who um the 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 property that my friends in Oregon lived on, the guy was an anthropoph anthroposophist. And um What does this mean? It's like Rudolf Steiner's religion, the guy who created Waldorf. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of rabbit trail. It's very strange, but this guy's an anthroposophist and his pamphlet for the for his retreat, he would write it all in hand and like draw pictures and he would only communicate by telephone. Incredible. Wouldn't even do email. Maybe that's gonna be your new it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to contact someone like that. You're like <laughs> But Sir. um but your even about your direction. Uh, so my direction. You're getting a new co-host. I am getting bitch. a new co-host. It's Ember. No, people would love that. I'm so sorry. What a disappointing. <laughs> she would never. She refuses. Um, my new co-host is going to be my husband. I'm already jealous because people love your guys's chemistry. I think more than ours. Well, you know what? I will say this. Okay, first of all, I don't think that's true. We have sexual chemistry, and you and I don't have <laughs> that sexual true. chemistry, so it's a different okay, type of true. chemistry. Okay, that's true. Evan and I, you know, we're going to have a podcast uh, where we have sex <laughs> on this couch every single Dude, people day. would listen. They would tune in. They would tune in. Did you know there's a... Wait, wait, wait. Did you know there's a podcast that does that? It's uh, Lacey and... Wait, what are you talking about? Well, I know... Um, no, 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 no. There is a podcast with with this two cup this couple they're like a really hippie couple it's called like Lacey and something something and they do their podcast while they're having sex that's wild <laughs> it's avant-garde it's art that's wild yeah I mean someone had to do I it think it's called like and her, I can't remember what her husband's name is but like Lacey and something have sex I think that's what their podcast is called that is so wild I know Good for them someone had to do it someyone's gonna take that lane of the sex <laughs> while podcasting I guess we're not going to be started. Every, everything's been done at this point. Well, we're not reinventing the wheel over here, Evan and I. Um, Evan and I, we we love doing reality TV. You guys are damn good at it Recaps, together. thank you, love. We, we love doing it together. We have so much fun. And, you know, I had this moment the other day where I was like, man, reality TV can really piss me the fuck off and I love to watch it, but I also don't feel like I don't know. I'm able to kind of feel like bird's eye view with it a little yeah. more. And I think someone actually someone who was tattooing me the other day, we were talking about reality TV and she asked me, she was like, at first she was like, are you into sports? And I'm like, no, not at all. She's like me either. But I guess like I grew up and my parents were never into sports. So like it doesn't feel nostalgic to me. And all of a sudden I realized <sighs> my mom and my dad, I grew up watching reality TV. Uh, my dad didn't always have the game on. My dad always had like a Real Housewives on or a Big Brother. My really? mom always I didn't had. Even know that. Yeah, my mom always had The Bachelor on or like they always would watch reality TV. And so there is this really nostalgic wow. 
thing for me about watching reality TV. I find it hilarious and fun, but it is very nostalgic. And it's been so fun with Evan because he'd never watched reality TV until we got married. And then I got my claws in him and now he's obsessed (laughs) with it. But yeah, so we're going to, you know, obviously I'm sure as podcasts do, things are added turns are made but we're we're uh, wanting to start a podcast where we're covering different reality tv like the bachelor we'll recap this upcoming season of the bachelor um zach yay <laughs> what a great first way to start i'll be watching <laughs> but i think we're gonna maybe do I'll be watching uh, for christina <laughs> for christina <laughs> um do like love is blind maybe too hot channel just we're gonna we're gonna figure out along the way but we're gonna do um reality tv recapping together i think you guys are gonna i keep saying it and i'm like i'm not saying this because i'm your friend otherwise i wouldn't say it i don't like i don't i don't like hype my friends up if like i don't think that what i'm saying i is appreciate true, that about you, you know? because I, it's like the other day how you told me what would i do if you told me that you could start levitating in meditation i'd be like i i believe you because you're you're honest oh my god oh my god you're um, honest <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I just, I'm not, I've never, yeah, been like, you're an amazing musician. Like, if, well, you and Evan are both amazing musicians, but like with certain friends of mine, I'm just kind of like, no, you're or like, even boyfriends. So I'm like, thank you so much for nice. inviting me to that show. Just leave it at Quite that. Venue. <laughs> Sound um, quality in the venue is great. Or, you know, I'll just give my critique. I'm like, I, you know what you did with that third song? You should do more of that. That's kind of what I'll do. Like, you should. I like that direction. Let's yeah. go harder in that direction. You Keep know, trucking with that. Um, maybe I should do a podcast where I'm a life coach for people, where they call in and like, uh, and I like give them like life. Coach, Wait, that's a really like, good idea. <laughs> I think I might get annoyed really fast. I think it might get annoying really fast, but like, no, but it would be so fun too because you know you could do it like seriously and then sometimes right, funny and right, like joking around, right. right. That's a really good idea. Right? I lo- I mean, I love... Pe- You're good yeah. at fucking fixing things. You <sighs> give you. great advice and you, you fix things. Thank you. Um, again, I'd love if people are coming to me asking for me to coach them. That'd be ideal. But anyway, I digress again. So I was saying I would not bullshit you, but I do think that your guys' podcast is going to do so well. Thank you. And I will be jealous, but I won't be. We already said I'm not going to look at your ratings or reviews. (laughs) And you know (laughs) I'm going to be. And you know that I'm going to be sending you a call or two during the episode sometimes when he's frustrating me because he has the wrong take. (laughs) I can pop in and set him straight if you ever want to. Excuse me. If you ever want to phone a friend, I'm calling Becca. But I so no, I so appreciate your support, and I'm I'm excited. I love. But it's not jealousy. It's like more like, you know, insecurity where I'm like, I want you to succeed. But then I'm also like, if if Jess succeeds more than I do, that means I'm like bad at, you know, it's like, you know, but, you know, those inner narratives. It's like, that's the thing, you know, I was like, she was the better at it than me all along. No, that means I suck. If your future podcast takes off and mine absolutely crashes and burns. It's not a great feeling. No, it's not a great (laughs) feeling. But, you know, I... But I don't think yours will crash and burn. I feel secure in, I don't know. I feel secure in in what we both have moving forward because I feel like we're doing it with our chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's with our chest. Like for you, you're like, you know, processing. You have had, you've been spinning so many plates 
for a long time now. Yeah, I'm over it. And you're so gifted at so many things. So I know that it's hard to not spin so many plates because when you can do it, you just keep spinning. But I feel like there's something coming that's so big for you in the sense that like it's going to be so powerful because you're doing everything right now with your chest. And I know that like it's like a scary place to be because you always are do, do, do. But I know for you, it's the right thing. Yeah. And when it's the right thing, it's the powerful thing. Yeah, there's like definitely something, there's definitely cosmic things happening and I can feel it. And like, you know, it's like the... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like the natural building thing, though, for real. I don't know what it is, but it's like so. It just like feels so good and like so right. And there's like something about that that I just like need more and more of in my life because it brings me like that environment, the environment, you know, like the earth and being a part of it and being a part of community, you know, like I thought about what Jessica said at the beginning of this year of like, you need to feel like you're a part of like a church, you know, like a part of a, Oh my God, Jess at the end of this workshop. First of all, it's like at these both workshops I've gone to now, like there's people that are like 22 and there's people that are like in their seventies. That's so cool. And, um, need a collective different ages around us yeah and so at the end of it like the workshop leader was like i just want us to all stand and he's like in his 70s and he's like i want us to all stand in a circle and hold hands and um and then what the guy who owned the property he's like can we can could we all like sing a song together and he had this song of like um uh i can't remember how it goes it's like Good, how does it go? Good, good, well, I don't know. Good, good where we're coming. Oh, good, good where we're coming from. Good where we're going to or something like that. And then we would like repeat that. And like everyone was just like singing together and like looking around in the circle at like all these people in different walks of life. And some people even coming to the end of their life. Mm -hmm. And then also joining hands with this like young generation of people who are learning these tools, like in the hopes of like, bringing a brighter future where people can be like in community with each other and like the earth and like everyone's singing together. And then we, they had us like, and and what bugs me is people are like, Oh, it's so culty. I'm like, no, it's a fucking community, dude. Like this is what we're supposed to do. And then everyone, we like took three breaths. And like, when we take a breath, you'd everyone would hold their hands up and then we'd bring it down. And, um, and then at the end we just, he was like, just turn around and just like, shout or yell or do anything out into the world and you're gonna just like release that energy we all just cultivate it like out into the world and then we're all gonna like leave this circle and go back into our spaces in the world and like take that with us and I was just tears streaming down my face because that like feeling that I loved so much as a kid like in church of this feeling of all of these people coming together for this purpose to be on the same page, to sing together, to, to worship together and to feel that feeling again. But in this context of like taking communion with like nature and in this group of people in all walks of life is just so beautiful and impactful. Mm. And so I just want more and more of that in my life, whatever that looks like. And I don't know, but it's exciting. I can't wait to watch that happen for you it might be it might be like 
it might be quiet, you know? I don't know. But um, but I have the honor of having the quiet relationship with you, too. That's true. So I get to watch you get it access. However, <laughs> however it looks. You're in the inner circle, yeah. bitch. I'm on close friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Um, and meanwhile, like, I don't know. I do think this the next chapter with you and Evan is like, just makes so much sense. And I do think that, like, I think people are just going to eat it up and I'm, just going to be... I hope everyone more and more, more. I hope everyone enjoys it. I'm really excited. I my favorite thing about mine and Evan's relationship is us as talking with him. We just literally talk together 24/7, so I'm like, "You know what? Let's just talk and do this together and I'm excited to I'm excited to do business with him." I know a lot of people are like, "Oh god." We kind of have been. But we know? kind of have been light for a while. Um Yeah. But I'm excited because, you know, I'm excited to see maybe where the world takes us and maybe where we might move to or, you know, what this could look like for like traveling with Ember and taking recording on the road or doing whatever. And him and I have both been fearful for a long time Mm. uh, in our in our lives and the way we live our lives. And I think we're both we're both really ready and every astrologer psychic everything to both of us is like you need to take a chance take a risk and so i'm excited to take a risk with him do you have any vision do you have any do you have any do you have any image in your mind's eye uh of what life could look like even if it seems out there do you have any particular vision you mean in the next the upcoming years yeah do you just have like a picture of a picture in the future that you have in your mind yeah i do I have a picture of us moving somewhere quieter. Um, Ember really, and I don't know where that might look like, but Ember really being involved in a community. She loves community and I want to like entrench her in that. And she's such a special kid that I want to give her access to more nature. She loves nature. Evan and I would love to be able to provide her an opportunity to live somewhere where she has access to community and nature in some form, whether that be ocean, woods, whatever that looks like. Um, And then for us too, like a little bit of a respite, like we're excited to be able to work together and be like putting out like a new podcast and be, and, and get excited about that and be creative and put something out into the world. But then like on the off days, the idea of being somewhere quiet and, reevaluating a little bit we had this moment the other day and this is going to sound so dark and old but we're both like we're almost you know he's gonna be 35 in like a month or two and i'm gonna be 35 in like a year and we're both like oh we're gonna be 40 like the years have gone by so fast and we're like we that's crazy like how and my it, friends with people who are 40 like, or almost 40. Like, the, 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 the quickness of time since I hit 30. Also, remember when our parents were 40? Like, don't you remember? Oh, like, yes. When I would say my dad is 38, like my mom's 35. It's like, so clear. Me too. It's so clear. And so I'm like, oh my God, we both looked at each other the other day and we're like, we're going to be four. Oh God, the te- this is, see, the tears have been released. We're like, we're going to be 40 and it's going to happen so fast because since 30 everything has gone so quickly god i'm not even 30 yet (laughs) (laughs) it's it's feels quick and we both kind of looked at each other the other day and we're like we want to soak up every moment of family that we can 
and we love each other all so much we want to really savor that because it is going by so quickly and we're like so excited for the opportunity to be able to to be able to have a a a work if everything pans out you know and people keep listening to be able to have a work situation where we get to be together and keep it have this family and move through life in that way and really like however long it lasts to have like some time where it's like oh we're just really like pouring all of our energy into each other and that's the dream right now yeah because i feel like i've let some years fly by me too quickly and i want to really savor family and i think working together will help me do that yeah a lot my sister texted me the other day my big sister and she was like oh my god her oldest daughter she's like we only have four summers before she goes to college dude the summers thing i can't that's yeah you have a lot more than that with ember but But, like i mean she's gonna be seven soon and yeah that's what 10 more summers it's not a lot yeah it goes by quick and I think, and I do think, you know, I know I have the Instagram following and I was on The Bachelor or whatever, but I think that you've established a community now that cares so much. I think that, really and you've proven that um, if you're creating anything out of authenticity, people want to be a part of it. So I think that you can feel peaceful in that. People, as long as you're creating from your heart and from your chest, like you said, I think that um, there will always be people that are wanting to follow along and wanting to be a part of that because, um, like I said, they feel like they're your friends. So I don't, you don't have anything to worry about with that. Means, you know, like it means so much to as me. long as it feels right for you. And I'm going to try to get be better there. at Instagram <laughs> and engaging. Cause I know sometimes I can go in a hole, but whatever I'm like, maybe, maybe the place where I they know where to find you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here. They know where to find you. You yeah. know, it's like we talked about that even with when our, when we stopped recapping The Bachelor, we like lost a lot of listeners. And then like the minute we started recapping The Bachelor, even though we weren't like posting a ton on social media, all of a sudden like everyone was back. It's like people know how to find you, yeah. you know, and people will certainly I think, I don't know, people will be excited and it's, it's going to be great because it's what you're supposed to be doing as as long as you're supposed to be doing it until you're not anymore. And then the next thing will flow. Divorce. <laughs> and then you'll be on to the Until next we husband have a, have, and the next you know, you know. Be- Becca and I we docked the ship beautifully Evan and I will <laughs> end in a burning flaming fire I can't oh god it's just kidding you guys start two separate reality TV podcasts you just by yourselves it's just solo <laughs> warring reality TV podcast we're fighting and Evan's we just, just start on, our his, own. on his own podcast you know and I've been hearing the buzz on the internet that you know people really feel like Cameron should be pastor actually I have a different take I have it for take. There are some podcasts out there that think that some certain podcasts run by certain people who live in my certain home, <laughs> who live out of integrity, and it's the outside wrong of integrity. Take <laughs> people listen war. to both. <laughs> Do we lean solo podcast? Double people, the numbers. People just, just want to know. They want to know what's happening in your world and your sphere. But yeah, we'll answer more questions. We've been recording for two hours. I got to go home. Oh my goodness. Um, Wow. We got that off our chest. We did it and I'm proud of us. 
and I love you. Love you too. And I'm so grateful and I'm excited and I'm, I feel like I'm in this process of like mourning with joy and excitement for the future and nostalgia and all the things. It's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. And Broads, trust us, we'll keep you updated. <laughs> we promise. We promise. We're going to keep you updated throughout, uh, as we go episode to episode. We're not going to leave you hanging. We're not going to all of a sudden just end it. And But November is but November is kind of rolling, like we said, just so people, it's people like to know what's up ahead. Yeah, like November course. is the final, it's, it's the four years. We didn't plan it like that, mm -hmm. but, and that will also be the time, um, time to close things out and begin that new chapter for both of us and together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Love you guys. Love you all. And, uh, we'll chat soon. Can you imagine what, what would we have to do that for the last no, time? No, do <laughs> not even sorry. stop. <laughs> sorry. I literally was like, I can't think about the last one. <laughs> it's just, nope. Can't think about the last one. Don't make me think about it until it comes, <laughs> sorry, bitch. Sorry. Chat soon. <laughs> Chat soon. Oh, we did it.